Hey, everybody. Welcome to the World Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that this message blesses you, inspires you, and more than anything, helps you grow in your relationship with Jesus. For more information and resources, please visit us at worldharvestusa.com. Greatness is never a single man's journey. That's why you can never brag about much. Takes the Lord and a team. We'd like uh, Radar, the junior high group, to go up, or go down, I guess, go down. So you're dismissed. If you would go, that would be good. How many love junior high kids? There's different levels and times in our life that God gives grace (laughs) to parents. Uh, Junior high is, is wonderful. Isn't God good? I want to give you just a few scriptures, and then I want to uh, share a few things and get into some points. Something that God has really been stirring in my heart. And let me, let me start with Psalms 5. How's that? Psalms 5, verse 12. If you'd turn there in your Bibles, and then take a pen and then like doodle all over your Bible, you know, draw all over, circle things that God is speaking to you about. Uh, do that. It's a good thing. It's interesting when you go and you pray and you get alone with the Lord, And you start to read, and all of a sudden, things begin to lift off the page and speak to you. You might have read it 5,000 times, but this morning, when you read it, it branded you. It's like a cattle brand, and it sears into your soul. You ever have that happen? And then you're thinking, my Lord, this is amazing. Wow, thank you for speaking to me about this. And then you get to work, you take a coffee break, And somebody comes and talks to you about the very thing that God spoke to you about that day, and you're able to give life to them. You thought it was just for you, but it's actually for others. Amen? Amen. And that's kind of the secret behind the secret. We're going to get into that today. Psalms 512. You there? All right. It says this. Here's the King James. How How many have a King Jimmy? I grew up with the King James. And we used to listen to Alexander Scurby on cassette tape. You guys remember him? Yes, he was an English-speaking guy, uh, a gentleman, I'm sorry, gentleman that read with such perfect English pronunciation that I felt pretty dumb after every cassette. <laughs> but I listened to the, the, especially the New Testament, I mean, I don't even know how many times. I would say even like the book of Mark, it was kind of like the, the book I cheated on because it was only an hour. So I listened to that one, I, I bet, 300 times. I'm not kidding you. But I love those things because it brought to life the, the Bible. And now you listen to the Bible and they have the dramatized version of the Bible. How many have listened to that? You know, you know Daniel's being thrown into the lion's den and they have lions growling and all that. And you're like, wow, this is really changing. And now they have the thing that you can wear, and then you experience that, and you actually get teeth marks and stuff from that experience. <laughs> the craziest technology, you know, you feel that. The, uh, the uh, persecution of Paul, that, you look pretty rough when you're done with that one. <laughs> All right, Psalms 512, it says this, For thou, Lord, wilt, listen to this English stuff, 
Thou wiltest bless me with righteousness. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with what? Favor. With what? Favor. With what? Favor. All right. The Lord. Who decides on this blessing of favor? The Lord. The Lord. How many can say that you have the divine involvement in your life on a regular basis? How many are saved in here? Raise your hand if you're saved. All right. If you're not saved, just, you know, don't raise your hand right now. <laughs> We're going to get you saved. For the Lord will bless the righteous with favor. With, I'm sorry, with favor wilt thou uh, compass him as a shield. So favor actually becomes a shield in my life. So I stood up here, I don't know how many times during COVID, and said, I am not afraid. I am still not afraid. You might think I'm nuts. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I remember one time when I was on a mission trip, and um, you know we've seen a lot of scary things, uh, a lot of crazy, crazy things. And when I was in Haiti one time, uh, crazy things. I wasn't afraid, except for one time they went down the wrong road, and the Holy Spirit said, "You better get out of here right now." And the driver wouldn't listen to me, and I started getting nervous. You remember that? And finally, I said, get this car out of here. No! In a very peaceful Christian way. <laughs> it was dangerous. And the Lord was telling me it was dangerous. Like, get out of here. All right. For the Lord will bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou uh, compass him with a shield? Uh, Psalms 512. Here's, uh, oh, I thought I put another translation. Oh, here it is. New King James. Uh, For you, O Lord will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him with a shield. How many know that there's a shield around you and your family? I need to stir some faith so you can do warfare to see this happen in your life on a regular basis. Where you're going, that was the shield of the Lord. That was the shield of the Lord. That was the shield of the Lord. I have divine favor in my life. I get a shield in my life where others don't. There's a benefit to knowing God. But I like this fact that he said that he's also, that he blessed us. And how many know that God's act of divine blessing is in your life? Blessing contains a divine energy from God to fulfill what it was sent to accomplish. And we need to know that. When that car swerves and misses your family, it was the blessings of God. There was divine protection, a shield that was in play. Amen? And many times we don't even think about it. We just think, eh, whatever. And your angels are all beat up. and <laughs> Like, Lord, can't we get any kind of credit around here? There's no respect. Okay. But the blessings of God are on the righteous. They're on you if you're saved. Amen? How many have ever felt the blessings of God on your life? How many have ever had the favor of God? You've applied for a job that you were unqualified for and you were picked and were almost embarrassed that you got picked. I, got a, I, I had a promotion one time when I was at uh, a company uh, a number of years back and this lady was way more qualified than me. Uh, anyways, there was a bunch of people that applied that were way more qualified and they picked me. I was so embarrassed. I was glad, don't get me wrong. I was embarrassed. 
And this lady caught me in the break room, and she was crying. She said, why did they pick you? I said, I love you with the love of the Lord. She was crying. And later they said they felt they were supposed to do it. Isn't that the craziest thing? That's divine favor that's on the people of God. Genesis 12, 2, it says this, I will make you a great nation. This is the Abraham. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. So when God blesses you, this is something, when you're young, you start going, wow, God blesses me because I'm cool, or I'm this, or I'm that. I've got aspirations, I'm, and that's all great. But when you start to mature in the Lord, you start to see that there is something greater than yourself, that God is trying to raise you up like Joseph, raise you up, bless you, let you be a person of influence so you can change your region. That's the right perspective of God. And you'll see the blessings of God begin to grow when we start understanding why He wants to bring advancement. Here's, here's a tough thing about advancement. When you start accelerating in life and you're doing it under the Lord, like R.G. Laterno, where's Mark? There you are. I love that story. So God starts to teach him a mode of blessing. And if he begins to hoard it, thinking that it's about himself, that blessing begins to erode because we've lost our focus why the blessing is emerging. But when we see the, the hand of God and we see God's purpose and we sign our name yes to your will to that thing, the blessing is unlimited. He gave away 90%. So here's the secret. That this blessing that I acquired in the last year, five years, ten years, I'm growing maybe in, in status in a company. I'm growing financially. I'm growing uh, maybe, uh, you know, as maybe if you're a teacher, God is elevating you to a certain position. When we learn that, see, it's a walk of faith and it's a walk of obedience. And if I'm faithful in the little, I'll be faithful in the... You guys hear me? So here's the beauty of this thing is because it is a faith walk and it's a yes walk. Say yes. Favor is different than blessing. Favor increases. Jesus, the Bible says, that he increased, he grew in favor and stature with both God and man. He grew in favor. Didn't say he grew in blessing. Didn't say he grew in the love of God. How many know that you can never grow in the love of God? Like on a gas tank, it, there's full and empty. The love of God in your life is always on full. You can never earn it. You can never work for it. He just crazy loves you, and he proved it on the cross. No greater love than this, than a man lays down his life for his friend. No greater love than this. It's not just a scripture. It's saying that was the max capacity of love that could be shown in the world, is that he would take somebody else's punishment, sin, pain, die for them. Isn't that amazing? And that is the max amount of love that he gives to each of us. But favor is different. Favor comes by first accepting Christ. But favor comes through my yes with God. When I say no with God, favor decreases. When I repeatedly say yes to God, favor increases on my life. Remember Joseph in the Bible? Thrown into a pit, he's beat up, all these things, but he says yes to the Lord. He keeps his life in the right place, and he just, whatever God puts in front of him, he masters unto the Lord, 
And pretty soon God elevates him, just like he told him when he was a kid. Now, when he's older, God has elevated him to second in command over Egypt because of his yes to the Lord. How many know it's important to say yes to the Lord? I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. That's the secret. So let me finish my thought here. So you have favor and blessing on your life, and you have an increased amount of favor, and there are different times in your life, on the timeline of your life, that the favor and the, the blessing that God has brought into your life, the favor, will be put at risk to advance to the next level of favor. You never get to say, I'm keeping 60% so I can in, in, you know, increase in the Lord. No, our whole life is a life of faith. Our whole life is a life of yes. And when God brings increase into my life, the next phase of growth may cost me my prior season's favor. It sounds scary, but is God faithful? Is God faithful? If he says to do it, we don't look at the reward. We look at our passionate for Jesus, his love for us, and he's always an awarded a yes from a man or woman of God. Amen? And with that yes comes increase, comes favor, comes promotion. You guys are quiet in here. Here's a good one. Galatians 3.29, it says, can I just throw a bunch of scripture out? And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offering, uh, offspring, heirs according to the promise. That you are, you are grafted into the, the uh, blessings of Abraham, so the blessings that were on Abraham are on you. Isn't that good? <clears throat> what did you do to earn that? You just received Christ. That's it. That's awesome. So blessings are good, but favor, they're two different things. I want the blessings, but I also want the favor of God on my life. I love the story of Bethel Church. Anyone ever watch Bill Johnson and them? I just love those guys. You know, sometimes the media makes up stuff because they don't like anything that's of faith. Secular world, the secular world's trying to, to break down, to distort, to destroy anything that God is doing, any natural, clear signs and evidence of God, they're trying to distort. Amen? So I don't listen to none of that. I listen to the Word of God. Amen? Anyways... They just, they fast and pray all the time. They're seeking the Lord. They take steps of, of faith. Sometimes they give crazy amounts of money to missions and things. And in the process, all of them say this. They went from a little church into this mega church that touches the whole world. And all of them will say the same thing. We know who we are and we can't do this. All we did is we said yes to the Lord and somehow we got here. How many can relate to that? Every Christian businessman on the planet almost says, this was way over my head. I just did what the Lord said to do and somehow he advanced me to this place. That's the favor of the Lord. Divine blessing opens opportunity for increase. It brings opportunity for increase. And the Bible speaks a lot about wealth, speaks a lot about increase, speaks a lot about bettering your family when we're saying our yeses to the Lord. And, and I love when Chris Valentin broke this down, and he talked about, he said, wealth is not necessarily just about money. Wealth is a way of living that honors people, that honors uh, uh uh, honors money it honors a number of things it's it's a way of living if i have money in my life but i'm greedy it comes to nothing but if god blesses me with wealth that means my family is doing better my sense of well-being is better 
I know a lot of people that are millionaires. I used to go to dinner with them all the time. We'd fly on jets and crazy stuff. And did you know that a lot of them were miserable? They had, uh, they had money, but they didn't have wealth. They didn't have any peace in their soul. That comes through Christ. Here's, here's another good scripture. Just bear with me on this because I am going somewhere. Deuteronomy 8.18. This is very powerful. Deuteronomy 8.18. I want you to understand the magnitude of the blessing that came on your life when you received Jesus. Because a lot of people will tell you that you're nobody, you're not going to do anything, you're not going to accomplish anything. Uh, you know, a school teacher made fun of you. So we believe lies and it's just not true. I don't care if a man is, is a very, you know, if they're not real intelligent, but they have the favor and blessings of God in their life, you know that they can, they can outpace just about anyone on the planet. Amen? Because the favor and the blessings of God make up the difference. People sometimes, they'll tell me, you know, when they, they first start coming to the cell group, they're like, well, I could never lead a cell group. You know, I could never do that. And today they're leading a cell group. Why? Because there was something in them at first that said, I can't because other voices said they can't. A pattern of life said they can't. But when they began to see who they are in Christ and God began to heal that area and they began to see what could be, all of a sudden they step into it and they nail it. They knock it out of the park. All right, Deuteronomy 8.18 says, And you shall remember that the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the what? To get wealth, that He may establish His covenant, which He swore to your fathers as it is to this day. So He wants to bless you in your life, gives you the power to achieve wealth. Don't think of that as just dollars. We're talking about a lifestyle where families are blessed, communities start to be blessed. It becomes a safe area where people can walk and play. Amen? That's what he's talking about here. But he says, I do that to establish my covenant so people can look at you, look at that community, look at that church, and say, wow, God is truly alive. It's a testimony to the world. Here's another one. This is Psalms 144, 15. Happy and blessed are the people, this is the Amplified, happy and blessed are the people who in such a case, yes, happy, blessed, fortunate, prosperous to be envied, are the people whose God is the Lord. We should all have that plastered everywhere. Because if your life is poor, miserable, broke, gazillions of dollars of credit card debt, that means that if you're saved, you have a wrong mentality. And God wants to challenge you in that mentality and get some wisdom from the Lord to get back in the lane of God so you can rise above that thing. We had a, a credit card uh, a few years ago that we had used for traveling for years. And, uh, you know, we tried to pay off different trips and things, but some began to accumulate in that. And, uh, you know, we were always just going to, it just wasn't a big deal, but it was just kind of lingering and lingering and lingering. And fun, finally, one day, I felt like the Lord said, He said to me, Are you going to get serious about that? I thought, Well, what does it really matter? You know, and the Lord said, that's the problem. So I think within two months after that, we paid the whole thing off. It just came. It was there, but I had to do warfare for that thing. I had to have that moment of revelation. Hey, we don't need this. And with that, we took steps of faith and God met us in that faith and it was gone. And then I hear the Lord say, don't do that again. <laughs> but isn't that something we live with things? We put up with things. 
We put up with things. And the Lord wants to teach us His way of thinking to get us out of the mud, back onto the, the road. Amen? Amen? You guys are like, well, he's talking about money in church. Oh, what an evil pastor. Don't read those scriptures. Isn't that just the dumbest thing? Does God want you to excel in your occupation? And, and, and we think about that and we think, well, that's corrupt thinking. No, that is the way of blessing and favor. That's what God does. He begins to bring promotion. If we recognize that it's not just for us to be a, a blessed, to be a blessing. Amen? And when we ride that ride, it's a lot of fun and very scary and a lot of fun. You ever ride a roller coaster? You look at that thing, you hear all the laughter and the people and, you know, that got off, you know, and some are being dragged out on a stretcher. But my son Bobby used to always love the roller coasters. And we'd go to these things and I'd see this massive roller coaster and they were, they were like terrifying, you know. And you look at that and he'd go, Dad, can we go? I'd say, take your mom. But that's the life of blessing and favor and faith. Amen? It's a wild roller coaster, but the beauty of a roller coaster is that the wheel system is locked into the frame and it's immovable, amen, and very safe. And when you learn the life of faith, you don't fall off, even though it's a thrill ride. That's the life of favor, blessing, and faith. Has God ever asked you to do something like crazy insane like financially i mean it was so dumb you couldn't tell anybody and then when it worked out you told everyone it's fun it's exciting all right so there's blessings and when you're saved you're grafted in to the blessings of abraham is that what the bible says when you're saved you're not left on your own you're actually there's a canopy over your life called the blessing of the lord and we need to live like it how many know that you're blessed does the bible say that you're blessed is there divine involvement in your life once you receive Christ? Yes, and it's fun to watch it. I want to look at just a couple of scriptures now. I want to turn the page to a thing called favor. You ever hear someone say this? You're sharing a faith story that you want to do something and they say, oh, be reasonable. You ever hear that? Oh, be reasonable. No, I really think we should do this and then we should do that and then we should give that away. And oh, be reasonable. Doesn't that sound like wisdom? Doesn't that sound like somebody putting their arm around you, giving you some good guidance in life? What they don't realize is they're operating out of a fleshly mindset. I like what Bill Johnson said. He said, uh, fear sounds like wisdom. Oh, be reasonable. Oh, be reasonable. Or be adventurous as a man or woman of God. Be adventurous in faith. Oh, be reasonable. So blessings come when we're saved we are blessed the bible says you're blessed with every spiritual blessing and that's pretty good and we need to wake up to that fact that's good but favor is not given just because you're saved you have a level of favor when you get saved just like faith we're all given a measure of faith is that right the bible says that you're given the measure of faith you have the same amount of faith that paul the apostle had it's what you do with it you start out when you're saved with an element of favor and it's what you do with it. Are you saying yes to God? If you say yes to God, you will increase in favor and God will begin to promote you. Oh, be reasonable. Talked about Joseph. Joseph 
um, in the Bible, he continued to give his yes to the Lord. And then God began to advance him. Amen? Amen. Part of this is Ecclesiastes 10.10, where it talks about a sharp axe. It's important to sharpen our skills and do it in faith. If you're going to be a nurse, then take all the training you can do and do it unto the Lord. Don't just come as a nurse. Come as the greatest nurse that ever lived on the planet and do it for the glory of God. Daniel, in the Bible, he was taken captive from his land and he was brought into Babylon and he had nothing going for him. He was a young man, but he had a heart and a passion for God. And people began to notice that on his life. And God began to advance him. And he was picked to be part of a select council of young men. And the Bible said that he fasted for a season. And it said he gave up desirable food. He made a choice to give up some things. He gave up desirable food for a season to get close to God. And it's interesting in the Bible that when he finished that time of fasting, of giving up desirable food, the Bible says that he became a man of desire. The people began to desire him. See, it wasn't that, it was because, you know, he had nice hair. He was doing things, he was saying yes to the Lord, and he was doing it with a thankful heart unto the Lord. And when he was doing those things, he gave up desirable food, and he became a man that was greatly desired. We have different rules in the world. We can go and elevate ourselves. We can promote. We can advertise ourselves. We can do all those things to gain promotion, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be successful. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do things. But when we do what Lord, the Lord is calling us to do, and we say yes to the Lord, we cheat. We get a great shortcut. We get the advancement of God, and He sustains that advancement. Where the man that always has to advertise, manipulate, whatever to get there, he has to continue that pattern to stay there. But when I do it out of reaction to questions the Lord is saying, when He's saying, will you do this, and I say yes, I get advancement that He sustains. The Bible says the blessings of the Lord are good, and He adds no sorrow to them. So when God advances me to a position, it doesn't bring great sorrow to my family. It actually brings great blessing to my family and the community. This stuff is the great shortcut to life. Whether it's in ministry, in, in running a cell group, you want to multiply a bunch of times, it's, 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 it's applying, number one, the fact that I'm, I'm blessed. God's involved in my life. He hears my prayers. But number two, that... I acquire favor from the Lord from my yes. And I'll begin to win people to Christ and I'll grow my cell group and I'll multiply that thing because my life becomes a yes unto the Lord and He places me in unsuspected places. He places me at divine places at the right time and I run into people, and I share a testimony, and they get saved, and God begins to add to my group. Didn't we used to have a song? We say yes, 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 Lord, yes. I love this when God comes to Mary. The Bible says that Mary said... Uh, 
great and highly favored one, right? Great and highly favored one. And she contemplates these things and she says this, be it unto your word. Whatever, God, you want me to do, I can foresee this is going to be a real problem in my marriage. (laughs) But I trust you that you're a God of blessing, and if you ask me to do this, there's going to be something, uh, the payoff from God will be worth the journey. Amen? Amen. And she lays there as a young girl, and she contemplates these things in her heart. She didn't make a snap decision. She contemplated this, and she said, yes to you, Lord. And she was picked to bear the Christ child, who is the Savior of the world. How powerful was that yes? And God helped her with her marriage, right? An angel shows up and says, if you're not nice to her, then I'm going to deal with it. No, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. (laughs) But he helped her through that, right? An angel shows up, or he had a dream. I don't remember the story now. Jesus, but I think an angel showed up, right? Yeah. In a dream. See, I was right twice. (laughs) So not everyone has the same level of favor. Not everyone has the same level of favor. If you steward the favor of God well, you will be given more favor. I love the story of Hobby Lobby. How many have ever went into Hobby Lobby? Christian guy, the Lord starts dealing with him. He starts investing. He starts doing some crazy things. People say, oh, you shouldn't spend all that money. You shouldn't do all this. And, oh, there's always those people that are cheering you on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Be reasonable. If he was reasonable instead of a man of faith, he'd never have Hobby Lobby today. But he was faithful to the Lord. He was faithful in tithing. He was faithful in everything God. You know, he's a guy. He probably made some mistakes along the way. But overall, his, his theme was, yes, Lord. And when they tried to make him pay for abortions for all his employees, and the president himself came and attacked him and said, I'll destroy you, he said, Lord, what's your game plan? And the Lord said, stick to what I've called you to do. And you know what? He outwon, with God's help, the government, the United States government. Amen? Why? Because never, never, never disregard the power of favor on your life. Never disregard. I don't care what chemistry is there. What what comes against you? If the Lord says to do something, He'll make a way. The scary thing is you don't know what it is until you do it. Chick-fil-A, we see the same thing, Hobby Lobby. Uh, We know the story of Colgate. Guys know the story of Colgate? When he was a young man in the Great Depression, he uh, he was from a very large family. Uh, He basically was kind of kicked out because they couldn't afford to feed him. So he went on his own way. He just had a stick with a bag on the end of it, just like those old pictures. And he went out on a a ferry, and uh, he jumped on that thing. And the ferry captain was taking him across over by New York. And there he is. All he knew is he knew from his lineage that Christ was good. Amen? He knew that God was good, but he had no purpose, no direction, nothing. And the captain of the ferry talked to him, and he prophesied over 
this young man. And he said, someone is going to uh, create the largest soap company in the world. And he said, son, I think the Lord is saying it will be you. It pierced his soul. He began to experiment and learn how to create soap and soap products. And over time, he began to dedicate his finances to the Lord. And God began to elevate him until he came up with a, a multinational company called Colgate. The favor of the Lord. And many people along the way said, be reasonable. We can't give all this to missions. Be reasonable. All right, we need to land this plane. You have to be careful with an iPad because if you touch something, it goes, woo! All right. The Bible said that the favor of the Lord was on Jesus. And if you notice, the favor of the Lord, he was God in the flesh, but he operated as a man. The Bible says he humbled himself as a man. Say, as a man. So he's our template, right, for the spirit-filled life. And the, he was just a, a carpenter. But he grew in favor and stature with both God and man. And the favor of the Lord, you know the favor of the Lord will put you before great people, the Bible says. Did you know that? He'll put you before great people. And if you look at the life of Jesus, all of a sudden, the highest ranking Pharisees invited him into their homes. The highest ranking Pharisees would sit as Jesus taught. Zacchaeus himself, a very powerful businessman at that time, the favor of the Lord was so on Jesus that it drew crowds. It wasn't advertisements. It was the favor of the Lord. Amen? If you look at a, a thriving cell group in any of the World Harvest churches around the world, I guarantee you the ones that are growing the fastest, it's proven through studies, are the ones that put God first, they pray for their group, and they're saying yes to the Lord. What? What about education, financial status? And No, it's the yes, it's the favor of the Lord that brings increase into your life. You guys okay? All right, I, I need to wrap this up because you guys are saying this is, this is boring stuff. I don't want to advance in life. I just want to do it on my own. God, don't give me wisdom. Don't give me shortcuts. I love the fact that Mary was highly favored. That means if she was highly favored, that she had a pattern from the time that she was young until God chose her of saying yes in hard situations. God said, I can use that one. We don't know a lot about her childhood, but when God picks someone and says you're highly favored, because favored comes from your yes, that means she had a pattern of saying yes to the Lord in hard situations. And God greatly used her. Yep. God wants to favor you, number one, because He loves you. He wants to give you opportunity. So He gives us all the chance to be favored. Number two, He does it to draw you into a deeper relationship with Him. The goodness of God, we don't have time to get into that aspect of favor, but it's linked to the goodness of God. When the community sees the goodness of God and the favor on your life, they want to serve Jesus also. 
Amen? So that's number two. And the last one is God gives you great favor because He loves others. And that is the secret to favor. Is when we see that my life has a higher purpose than myself. When I see that my life has a higher purpose than what than the person I see in the mirror. When I recognize that my life has a higher purpose than my own elevation. And I don't just start saying that to the Lord to want increase. I have to believe it. I have to have a revelation that I see my life is not just about my comfort, about maybe publishing some books or some doing something that makes my life a little more comfortable, whatever. But when I get the revelation that my life, the favor of God that begins to dominate my life, isn't just about me, but has a higher purpose that it's about the love of God through me to affect the community, then anything is possible. Amen? How many want to grow in favor? I do. It is the greatest shortcut. I know some really dumb people. I do. I know some. Anybody else know some really dumb people? I mean, they're dumb as a stump. You know what I mean? But they run successful businesses because they keep saying yes to the Lord and they do the spiritual things that God laid out for them to do and somehow God sneaks in and keeps helping them when others are just confused about it. Amen? Amen. And they say, it's simple obedience. That's all I do is I do what He says to do. Oh, be reasonable. uh, Can I give you just one last scripture and then we'll close? (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so good. Listen to this. Ephesians 4.29. I want you to get this because it's exactly what I'm trying to say. I know a guy... A man of God prayed for him, and he said, as long as you keep the Lord first in your life, you'll be promoted wherever you go, something like that. I know a guy, this, that happened to him. He's the goofiest guy I ever met in his life, but he's always elevated, and he's always picked. It's the craziest thing. It's called favor. Yes, he's, he's no rocket scientist. But he understands favor. And he gives God the glory. Doesn't that just take the pressure off? Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed from your mouth. That's good. But, say but. But. (laughs) What is good for necessary edification, but let necessary edification come out of your mouth. Edify, build, encourage people. That, say that. It may impart grace, say grace. Grace. In the Greek here, it is talking about divine favor. That it may impart grace, divine favor, to the hearers. Here's what it says in, in the Amplified. 
as it is fitting to the need and the occasion. So God gives you an occasion. You run into some guy at the grocery store. There's an occasion. And instead of grumbling about the government, you impart grace through your words. And it says that it might be a blessing and give grace and God's favor to those that hear it. They want to know that God blesses you. They want to know that God blesses your friend. They want to hear the God stories. And it says when I share the faith stories, when I share the God stories of breakthrough, that it, this is God is in control of this. It goes inside of them and it imparts grace and hope and life into them. Point one. You guys okay? All right. We need to close. Let me tell you. No, I'm just kidding. So what did I talk about today? Favor. Blessing. Grace and favor. Yep. Talked about dumb people. Say yes to God. That's the secret. And the fact, again, that our favor on my life has a greater purpose than myself. Amen. Amen. Some people look in the mirror and they see themselves. Other people look in the mirror and they see themselves and the building around them and out the window behind them and it just keeps on going. It's your perspective. Amen. Amen. So God wants you to know that you are blessed, first of all, if you're saved. But he wants to increase in favor because he wants to see good things in your life. But he wants you to have a higher perspective that the end of the line of favor is that it blesses your family, your community, your neighborhood. People get to know Jesus because of the favor of God on your life. Amen? Let's stand up. Okay. What do you think? Should we do this thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Come on. Is that right? Yeah. Amen. I don't know how widespread that was, but it's like time. Well, it's time to see that again. Yeah. Amen. All right. All right. Let's pray. I'd just like you to say this. Say, Lord, Lord give, me a revelation give me a revelation of divine blessing, of divine blessing and, divine and divine favor. Just put your hand on somebody next to you there. I want to pray for you. See, Jesus taught and then he demonstrated. So he's going to give you the opportunity to demonstrate this truth this week. Amen? Amen? He taught and then demonstrated, or he demonstrated and taught. But in this instant, 
He wants to demonstrate what was spoken here today. The Bible says that He'll confirm with signs and wonders. He'll confirm the Word. He'll confirm the Word with signs and wonders following. He's going to do in your life what was spoken today. He's going to give you an opportunity this week to start seeing that played out. Amen? So, Father, I pray that you release divine opportunity. I pray, Father, that you would give them divine opportunity. I pray that you would give them a revelation of, of divine blessing and divine favor. And that we would learn the importance of our yes to you. Lord, that we wouldn't live by fear. That we wouldn't live by people's words uh, of saying, be reasonable. But we would be people with wild, ignited faith. And we're willing to do your will beyond fear to say yes to you at all cost. So, Lord, I pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on everyone here today, a refreshing in you, a refreshing in you. But I pray for divine opportunity, Lord. I pray that people, everyone in here would have an opportunity to win somebody to Christ this week through a divine moment, sharing a testimony, sharing a God story, sharing something that would cause someone's heart to burn for Jesus. Lord, we say no to fear. And we say yes to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, I'm going to have the, the uh, prayer team come up. If you need prayer in any area, if you want to get to know Christ, if you've never accepted Him as your Savior, if you need healing in your body, a breakthrough, just go ahead and come up and uh, they'll pray for you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any new messages. To learn more or to get connected with us, please visit us at worldharvestusa.com. God bless you all, and we'll see you next time.